I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Which is exactly what will happen to you if you decide you want to somehow tackle the uh, flows of these streams and rivers in our state of Utah. You know, we're having a little fun at the moment, but this is extremely dangerous and will be for some time here. I don't know, Russ, did you see the story about the uh, four teenagers that decided they were going to kayak Spanish Fork River? No, but I've seen many stories like that before, and and bigger bigger water doesn't make it better. Yeah. Uh, I asked if uh, Mark could hang on with us, so Mark Wade is still with us. Uh, this I know you saw the story, Mark, and it really sparked me to think about how do we get the message out to uh, particularly kids. These were teenagers, and uh, the account, the story that I know you read on KSL.com said that when uh, rescuers or wildlife people or whoever it was, Park and Rec, I don't remember, showed up and found these kids, uh, they admitted that two of their kayaks had turned over in the, in the flow. Yeah, it turned over, and, and it also said in the article, and I believe it, that they, they realized, they probably admitted to whoever was helping them that, that they realized they were in pretty serious trouble and they could have been seriously injured or killed. Yeah. Amanda Dixon asked me uh, a, a week or so ago, and I think we had somebody on from the division. Uh, we were talking about water flows and the dangers of it, and she said, would anybody really go do that? And I said, oh, there's... You know, there are thrill seekers out there that are always looking. It's like a surfer looking for the perfect yeah, wave right. in Hawaii or right. something. They know they could die when they get out there, but they just can't stop themselves from this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, I don't know if that's the case with these kids, Mark, but we need to warn people. We do. And, uh, you know, the, this story brought to mind a story, that an experience I had on Cottonwood Creek. You're just coming out of Big Cottonwood Canyon. I lived in Salt Lake City. Went to Brighton High School back in the day, and as a, a probably a 15-year-old, uh, decided with all the neighbor friends, let's go tubing on the river. The, the river's high, and it ought to be fun to tube, just like these young people thought the same thing. And, and we got over on the river, and it did not look that dangerous, frankly. But what had happened on the Cottonwood Creek is and they've tried to make reparations since then. But back then, they weren't as prepared for this. This has been about 1975, and uh, I'm admitting how old I am, but... But the trees were getting, they were along the creek bank, were getting undercut and then falling over into the river and making obstructions across the river. And it was just a dangerous scenario for kids on tractor tires coming down a a river and then coming across all these obstructions on the river. Not only do you have potential of of being impaled or something like that by uh, something sharp, but then you've got the the potential of being sucked underneath some debris. 
And that's literally what happened to us. We got caught in a, uh, one of the young people with us got caught in a vortex. And it was just the water spinning down like a tornado would do down into the, a deep hole mm. and sucked down into the vortex. And another person, uh, or uh, uh, as we were going down, got sucked up against some of this debris and sucked underneath the log jam. Yeah, and then you and get so, then you get and, an arm or a leg tangled in there, and uh, nobody can help you. And nobody's coming out because the force of the water is so strong. There's not much you can do in time to you know you can go get help, but by the time you come back, it's too late. Yeah. So those challenges, those are real challenges, and waterways all up and down the state of Utah. And this is something that's going to go on. As you said before, the the, the uh, Lake Powell, 2,000 miles of coastline on Lake Powell, and it's coming up one foot a day. Where's that water coming from? It's coming from every wash, every river that feeds into Lake Powell, and it's all feeding it with so much water that it's raising it one foot a day for that big lake. So in these other waterways, it's definitely something we've got to be careful with. Yeah, years ago, um, uh, Chris Draper, who was on the show with us uh, for a while, and I uh, took a trip down Cataract Canyon, and I don't know what the CFS flow was that year, uh, but it has made me wonder what like the big drops look like toward the end as you get ready yeah. to drop into Lake Powell. What do those look like right now in the Colorado yeah, right. River? Well, and then the other thing you've got is places like the Narrows, which is, you know, thousands of people a day going to the Narrows of Zion like you and I have done. And they can't get and in right now, can they? No, it's the CFS, the cubic feet per second is so high right now that it's going to be well into, we think, July before that lowers enough or slows down enough that they can actually hike upriver. Yeah. And that, so that's just another example. All the waterways, let's just, let's just watch them, let's observe them, but not too closely. Yeah. Uh, I just pulled up the story, by the way, of those kids, the the teens in uh, uh, Spanish Fork, and it was the police lieutenant along with some Utah County Sheriff's deputies that finally came. They were dispatched out to try and get these kids out of the water uh, for their own good, and uh, luckily they all did get out of the water. Did you say you just got back from somewhere? Yes, I was just up Payson Canyon up to a little hike called the Grotto. You know, Payson canyon is is the beginning of the nebo loop on the north end yeah and they they close the gate until about this time of year mid-may usually but i don't think i don't think it's going to be open till later this year for the whole nebo loop so i i got out at the gate and i hiked up about a mile and a half up to what they call the grotto waterfall and then hiked back in there and there's still a lot of snow when i went there this about 10 days ago hiked back in and the water was very muddy it was flowing very heavy and then the falls themselves were were about quadruple the flow that they normally would be, mm. and it still had and it still had not the temperatures had not risen a lot, and they still haven't. I think the biggest flows are yet to come in some places, yeah. and so we we want to bear that in mind. But the Grotto Falls is a very popular place, just a couple miles up the Neva Loop Road, and even that's a place to. Just be careful of and stay out of until until it's ready. Some of the snowpack at uh, northern resorts here in the Cottonwoods are still 130, 150 inches. So, right. so huh. what we've seen is the lower elevation snow that's coming down. When the temperatures get to be consistently 80 here and then when we clip a 90, that's when that higher elevation stuff is going to start coming down. And luckily, the lower elevation is already making its way out. But my goodness. Uh, we're, we're not through, you know, the most of it yet. So we just wanted to make sure everybody had in mind that you need to avoid those areas if you can. And I think I'm going to say, luckily, you're not going to be able to get into some of your favorite camp spots for Memorial Day, but that might save your life. 
I don't know. Shoot for Labor Day. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you go, end of the season. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote an article for KSL.com uh, and KSLnewsradio.com uh, about the fact that there's plenty of places, West Desert, Southern Utah, and who knows, you might fall in love with a brand new place and uh, you'll have better memories than if you had a nightmare weekend or longer at a camp spot next to a river that causes some problems for you and your family's future. Mark, thank you as always. Good to be with you both. See Mark, you again soon. Mark Wade, uh, you'll find a lot of what we talk about with uh, Bob Grove and Mark Wade at roadtrippingwithbobandmark.com. Stay with us. We'll come back and wrap up the program. Roger Eggett will join us next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Ready to wrap up the program for another week, but uh, really need to check in with the great sponsor of this program, Trax Power Sports, Bear River Lodge, and of course that's uh, Roger Eggett, who is on the line with me. Getting ready to celebrate quite an honor in the family. This is awesome. So you uh, have, did you say son-in-law that is becoming a military officer? Yes. So we're on our way to uh, Alabama to see my son-in-law, Enoch. He got nominated to be an officer in the Air Force, and he's been at officer training school, and now he's graduating, and we get to go watch him. It's kind of a big deal, big yeah. ceremonies, couple days, so it'll be fun. What an honor, and uh, not many you know, uh, young men, young women actually take that track and, and succeed at it, so congratulations to the family. I have to, yeah. I have to admit, part of the fun I have in following you on social media is just watching how all of the family interacts within the businesses that you do. Uh, and, and when I say you have your own crew when it comes to help up at the uh, cabins, uh, you've got a little guy named Crew that gets to do some fun things. He gets to do a lot of fun things. His name is Crew, and he is fun. And he's uh, he gets to experience a lot of stuff. So yeah. this week we took him out on an ATV ride, and he got a drive and brake snow, and we're ready to start rolling side-by-sides in ATVs. Yeah, so are the, the road is uh, at least partially open, is it not? Yeah. So Getting out of the cabin. Getting out of the cabins, they open the gate so you can go down the highway, and the snow is starting to melt off. So I think by next weekend, we'll be running side by side. And, you know, every day you'll be able to go further. Right now, maybe you can go 5 or 10 miles, and then the next day, 16 or 17, every day the snow melts and creeps up the mountain a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed that uh, you were down, I think, at the ponds, and, and we're taking some video of at least some of that snow starting to melt off just below the cabin area, so that's encouraging. Yeah, we have fly fishermen actually checked in last night trying to fly fish the pond today, and I, I feel bad for them because it's pretty muddy and hurting. <laughs> oh, well, they're trying. Well, yeah, they're a little frustrated because the rivers are high, and there's still ice at places like Strawberry, so your ponds are a perfect stop. Yeah, except the mud decides to settle in those ponds, but uh, it's good. You know, they're having fun. They're experiencing it. They're trying to catch fish. And, yeah. you know, it's just being outside right now. It's so beautiful. The weather is perfect. 
Back to the side-by-sides for a minute. Uh, I had the guys on last half hour. Matter of fact, we just finished up with Mark Wade from uh, Road Tripping with uh, Bob and Mark. They were talking about the fact that uh, the desert is in bloom, and I, I just can't wait for the wildflowers to come into the Christmas meadows up there and how much of a highlight that's going to be for side-by-side rides. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely beautiful this year. So the month of June and the month of July, just get out and ride those side-by-sides. Whitney Reservoir has those wildflowers. It's going to be spectacular. How many side-by-sides are you planning on having at the cabins themselves? Uh, I just made a post this morning. We're going to have about 30, between 30 and 40 this year. And then we'll have about a dozen down in the Bountiful shop. So we have a lot of machines this year. So what's your suggestion for people on uh, picking a date and making sure that there is a machine available? How far in advance? Well, right now, get booking. Get booking for summer. You know, we have a discount deal. You rent a cabin, you get the machines, they're all discounted. So if you come stay with us, you get a discount on all your machines, which is really good. Well, that would be my suggestion. Rather than make it just a, an afternoon up there on, uh, you know, one of the side-by-sides from Trax Power Sports, take the opportunity to spend the weekend and really uh, relax. That's a, a great little package to stay at one of the uh, cabins. By the way, if there's just a couple of you, there's a, a one-room cabin, or you can stay in the six-room cabin so the whole family can go up and enjoy. Yeah, regardless of your size, whether you have two people or 22 people, you know, one thing to just mention Last night, we had 22 people flying from out of state. All of them are from out of state, checked into the seven-bedroom corporate retreat cabin, and today they're out on 15 machines. And so wow. regardless your size, we can help you. Well, and uh, as we wrap up here, I just want to remind everybody what Trax Power Sports is all about. Uh, for those that have family members that love to play in the outdoors and uh, maybe you decided you were going to put your – uh, recreational dollars into a boat, but would love to be able to go out on snowmobiles or maybe get side-by-sides and do that, too. You just can't afford to have all those payments. And you don't want to insure them. You don't want to have to maintain them. You don't have a place to store them. Don't own them. Rent them from uh, Trax Power Sports, and you get all that headache taken care of. Yeah, and it's a great way to get out and enjoy the outdoors. And we have a shop in Bountiful with a bunch of equipment. We now moved equipment up to Morgan and Bear River Lodge, so we're ready. One more uh, member of the family I just have to highlight because I enjoyed watching, and she's tiny, uh, but quite a soccer player. (laughs) Uh, Was that fun or what? What's her name? (laughs) Ruby Ritz and her little sister, Abby. Abby and Ruby are my soccer players. That is so classic. The ball goes rolling by, and you're standing there going, hi, Ruby. (laughs) She's oblivious to the game, just enjoying waving at you. It's great stuff. Anyway, yeah, three-year-olds, three-year-olds aren't meant to play soccer. <laughs> oh, but it is entertaining. All right, buddy, uh, we'll let you go. Good luck and enjoy your time with family back there. That's quite an honor, and I'm glad we got a chance to just mention it and uh, send that your way. Thanks, Tim. Have a great week. All right, there's Roger Eggett from uh, Trax Power Sports and Bear River Lodge. BearRiverLodge.com. Have a great week. We'll see you Monday morning at 5 here on KSL. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.